All right, Kiss Army. Welcome to the Kiss FAQ Podcast. Thank you for giving us your time today. Nothing is into your head. I hope you don't do any damage. This is a Kiss-related podcast by the board for the board. We hope that you enjoy. So you're keen on music? Welcome to episode 190 of the Kiss FAQ Podcast. I'm your host, Julian Gill, admin on the FAQ message board, and I am joined by St. Louis Kiss. Lonnie. What's up? The Voice of Reason, 69th, Blizzard, Cat, and wee little cat boy, a live cat man, formerly. (laughs) Yes, I think you do, actually. (laughs) It's uh, probably time to move on from that phase, so... uh, Let's do a little bit of the news. Uh, first of all, has anyone bought any cool Kiss shit this week? Uh, I didn't buy it, but I didn't receive some cool Kiss stuff. What'd you get? All right. So uh, for those of you that don't know, I did travel to Japan in 2006 to see Kiss, and I had no idea that there was a little book available mm-hmm. at the Udo Music Festival, a book and then a little pamphlet for how the stages were set up and everything. And there's uh, there's like four Kiss pages in here. Nothing groundbreaking in here, but just I've never seen this. And I went there. I was there. Um, I was there. Yeah, I was there. Yeah, but anyway, very, 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 very cool. I got the actual book and then the pamphlet for the book. So uh, very cool. I mean, it's just it's cool. You see a bunch of cool advertisements. Um, I think they had just reissued one of the versions of the Kiss catalog on uh, Slip cover CD at the time. And, um, and and then, you know, this will work into what the show is later. That there is a Rock the Nation live advertisement in there. Oh, okay. Oh, cool. So, so yeah, so very, very cool and super, super rare. And I love Japanese stuff. So there Excellent. you go. Excellent. Very cool. And those little one-off gig things are actually very cool. There was a good one for Weenie Roast and another mm-hmm. one for, what was it? Uh, Monsters of Rock 88. Well, no, that was a proper tour book. There was one for something that they did with Ted Nugent, like in 2003, also. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah the Wango Tango. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one with Tommy Thayer's yeah. first U.S. appearance. Correct. With the, with the Jack yeah. in the Box uh, commercial with Jack. Nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's just do a little bit of the headlines from the last week. And probably the coolest one for me is Peter Chris getting up on stage at a Rob Zombie concert in Homdell, is Homdell New Jersey. You tell me how to say it, Andrew. That's your neck of the woods. That's correct. Holmdale, New Jersey, the PNC Bank Arts Center. So, Peter, being a, Peter being a New Jersey resident, it only made sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, Rob Zombie obviously was very inspired by Peter as a legend to get involved in music. And uh, he's also got a guitarist who's had something to do with Peter, I think. Some, yeah. What's his name? I always forget. John, John Five. John Five. Uh, 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 yeah, a friend of mine and a huge, huge, huge Kiss fan. I got to catch up okay. with John uh, probably about a week ago now. Where they played in Cleveland, and John and I just hung out, just like two kids, just talking about Kiss. I didn't even care that he was a rock star or anything like that. It's just two guys just chatting about Kiss. Yeah, so very cool. cool. He's he's a big collector as well. Very cool guy. Uh, other news in New Jersey: Vinnie Vincent announced an appearance at Chiller, and that's Persephone, October twenty sixth through twenty eighth. Did I say that's that city right as well? I was just looking at that now. Persephone, New Jersey. <laughs> yeah. Peter, both Peter and Ace have both attended the Chiller mm-hmm. Theater Convention. It's actually a very, very cool convention. If anybody hasn't gone, I highly recommend going, not just for the Kiss Connections, but, you know, so that way you could check out the, the cool, other cool stuff that's there. 
uh, horror merch, bootlegs, vinyl, you name it, it's there. It's like a Kiss convention on steroids. And a lot of the guests, I mean, what I was reading, there are guests from like the TV series Good Times. Now, mm. if you were alive in the 70s and remember that. I know my. Exactly. I know my. <laughs> That's one of the, the early things I remember from moving to America was what the hell is Jimmy that? Jimmy Walker. Yeah, that, that, yes. that and uh, All in the Family were the shows I remember from that. Uh, era. Yeah, so. Meathead. Yeah, all our family's so racist. <laughs> it's I'm so, it's can't all get away with that stuff these days. Yeah, <laughs> you can't get away. It was great. It was, it, was, it was awesome when you could actually say what you were thinking without needing a crying pillow. All right. Um, Ross Radley's magic book hit a very mm. major milestone today. So congratulations, Ross. There's still a bit of a way to go to make magic reality. If you're on the fence, he's hit a massive massive milestone and that was the original aim in 2015 obviously things have changed a little bit so there's still a ways a little ways to go but it's it's a massive thing to reach so you know i applaud you ross and uh you know hope people do get on board for that a uh, little bit left that still needs to be raised to make this happen talking about books of course gene simmons 27 the legend and mythology of the 27th club New book from Gene will be published on October the second through Powerhouse Books. I have zero interest in Gene. Yeah, the Ghost Rider, right? Wonderful. Yeah, I, it, it doesn't interest me, but you know, it, it may interest people, who, like the people who buy a, a title like Me Inc. or Ladies in Waiting. This is probably right up your alley. So, uh, well, you know, he's trying to cross over. Yeah, he's trying. Yeah, of course you are. He's trying to. <laughs> he's trying to cross over, and he's trying to just use his name, not Kiss, but use his name to sell books. So, man, have at it. I, I, I won't read it, but I'm also not going to pitch about it either. Yeah, you know, good for him. You know, I'm, as, as someone who probably puts out too many books, I'm not anyone to throw stones at any other glass house, publishing house. Um, last bit of news, Amsterdam Vault took place, as did Frankfurt. But the very cool thing about Amsterdam was uh, Kiss-related recordings, gel or gel. Um, during his vault experience he asked gene about bullfrog beer and a song that he'd written with anna dalva um and gene actually grabbed a guitar and started playing along some of that shit and wow. you know just playing it to the other guy who was there is a very cool kiss fan who lonnie we met in atlanta uh who had the vinnie vincent t-shirt next to us Oh, uh, yeah. Yep. So he was he was there, and Gene just getting it out and telling the story, a personal vault performance. Uh, very, very neat. So that's up on YouTube. Check it out. You can find the link for it on the FAQ message board, of course, but and on Facebook. It was posted by the person. But that's what the vault experience for me is all about. And, again, another one was canceled today, so there's, uh, you know. Really? Fear. Which one was canceled today? Apparently really? Japan. You're oh, kidding. Really? Which, wow. Um, I, I, again, the veracity of that, it, I am not an official announcer of anything to do with the Rhino Vault, but some uh, Japanese fans were posting that they'd received cancellation notices. When uh, was that scheduled for? That was, yeah. uh, I have no idea off the top of my head. I think August it? 9th. I think August 9th or August 8th really? or August 9th. Yeah, it's I think another August that's like two 8th. weeks away. Yeah, it's disappeared from the uh, the Vault Experience menu. You pretty wow. much only have the Australian dates, one of which is sold out. And then there is the Sweetwater, which is the two-day event. And mm -hmm. then 
the Kiss Cruise version, and then the two uh, ones at the tail end, which are Los Angeles and Vegas. So I don't know what the details are with that. I hope uh, that some kind of official announcement is made about what is going on, because there are far too many people who are upset. There are far too many people getting pissed off and really bashing Rhino, bashing Gene, bashing each other, that, uh, you know, it would be nice to have a little bit more than scheduling issues uh, yeah. as being the explanation. Maybe something needs to be said uh, you know, ho- hopefully all is okay with Gene. That's all that matters yeah. to me. Yeah. yeah, same. All right, so do you guys want to do a topic, or should I keep monologuing? I, you know, I need to have a beer. So, Andrew, mm. this uh, topic was kind of your idea this week, so uh, uh, take over. It's your show. See you later. It's my show. It's my, all right. Cool, guys. All right, <laughs> I'll see you. <ya. laughs> uh, no, it, it's interesting because we always have a lot of like roundtable discussions about two different Kiss albums, whether they're similar, whether the live albums are similar or dissimilar. So I thought it would be a really cool idea to kind of dissect the last two official Kiss live releases, uh, visual live releases that came out on DVD. And that would be Rock the Nation Live in December 2005 and uh, Live in Vegas, which just was which was uh, 2016. I forget the, the it, I think it was August or July of 2016. Uh, I don't know why I can't remember that day. I, I just, I, I wasn't excited for the Vegas one. I was excited for the Rock the Nation one. Uh, but anyway, these are two live releases. They are the same lineup of the band, but it's 12 years apart, you know, uh, as far as when they were filmed. 12 years? When did they go to Vegas? 20, oh, so it's actually, I, I, I apologize. Years, 10 years apart. 10 years, years, 10 years, years apart. apart. 10 years apart. One being shot in 2004 and the other being shot at the Las Vegas residency in 2014. Mm-hmm. Now, Julian, you went to the residency in Vegas, didn't you? I did. I, I, went, did to, I went to the very first one. So now take your damn show back and tell us oh. about the show. Uh, for, for me, I mean, I had been very much looking forward to Kiss doing a residency. Um Everyone else and their dog had been doing them up to that point, especially Def Leppard. So and Motley Crue and Motley Crue, Guns and Roses, they all have done them out there. Yeah, yeah so yeah. I was yeah. very excited about Kiss doing it. I wanted to get to the very first one because I wanted to see how things would then later change, perhaps, and uh, develop. I knew they had always said that they were going to be filming it at some point, so that I didn't care about being on film. Well, I'm not going to be on film. I'm missing the correct attributes. Um, they were never going not to... true. Not true. We'll talk oh, about that later. Not true. They're not going to zoom in on. You would have been a show pony on there. Yeah, fat middle, <laughs> fat middle aged English dude in the audience. You're, you're talking about like 50 percent of Kiss's audience sitting, <laughs> sitting there yeah. with a microphone. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so no, I was very excited about it. It was a good excuse to get back to Vegas. It was a good excuse to go see Kiss. Which you know, for those of us in the states and many of you obviously out there listening to this show, get to see Kiss like you have just recently in Spain or Portugal. But in the States, it's become tougher and tougher to see the band over the last few years, unless you go to casinos or fucking horseshit rodeos uh, for state fairs. So, hey man, I resemble that. So I, I was totally down with going and I had a blast. You know, the, the guys from the cruise had just gotten off the cruise when these kicked off. I was standing behind uh, the guy who I just referred to, the Kiss related recordings, didn't even say hi, but uh, very exciting. Great show as well. It just you just reminded me of a really funny Kiss Cruise story. I think it was Kiss Cruise. It was Kiss Cruise three. I was down on the uh, I was down on the floor. Oh, I don't know, like ten or fifteen. I thought when you said you were down on something, it was going to end somewhere else. Yeah, I was going somewhere else. That's <laughs> after this. That's after the show. Uh, anyway, so I was down on the, on the floor, and I was maybe like ten rows back, and I was next to some somebody from I think I, I'm not sure where he was from. Maybe he was from. Uh, 
Denmark or France. Anyway, he really, really wanted to hear. He really wanted. I, I just can't remember what he told me. I can't remember. He really, really wanted to hear the song Domino. So if you've ever been on the Kiss Cruise, it's like a 90-minute show. 89 of those 90 minutes, this guy was just yelling, Domino, Domino. <laughs> and, and finally, like, I took it for probably over an hour. And then I look at him, I go, hey, man. I don't think they're going to be playing Domino, so maybe you need to shut up. Do me a favor. It was the entire show just, and he never lost the veracity from the beginning to the end, just yelling, Domino, Domino. All right, all right. I get it. Just, they're not going to play Domino. I get it. Maybe that was his natural speaking voice. No, I mean, he, no, it wasn't, because when, when I told him, he, he was like, it was like kind of, um, uh, what's the character? There's some character that yells, and then like you ask him, and he goes, "Oh, I'm sorry, that was my mistake. I, I didn't mean to offend you." But it was like this too, like it was this soft-spoken person. Like, was like, it was the funniest thing. It was a funny totally thing. transitioned. Yeah, he did. He totally. He like went from like yelling to um, just being like, "Oh, well, I'm I'm very very sorry. I'll never do it again." Good times. Should have told him earlier. <laughs> but I thought, like, all right, he's excited. I get it. I'm excited too. It, it, it was. It, it didn't really become a problem until, like, they're playing in Detroit Rock City and he's screaming Domino. I'm like, enough, enough. And I had enough at that point. All right. <laughs> well, we all have stories. Yeah. yeah we all, okay. <laughs> Edit that one out, okay? <laughs> all right. Well. Well. So. Did Ken, Ken or, or Lonnie, did you guys go to the Vegas residency? I went to Vegas. I went to Vegas. I guess it was I did, the second yeah. weekend. Now, was... now, did you see, because Julian had mentioned that they kind of were toying around with things, did you see the show where they actually descended during Creatures of the Night, just Gene and Tommy? No. No. Um, I saw the show. They opened up the doors, you know, and they were there, or was was the opening that I got. They they did several different openings. Um for those shows, but that was the opening. I was opening the doors, and 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 there they were. So um, it was a great show. Those great time, great trip. Um, you know, great vibe throughout the hotel, throughout the hotel, throughout town, really. With with Kiss doing the residency, and you know, the banners up outside the Hard Rock. It was it was an, it was it was a great time. I'm really glad that I, I did it. Um, one thing, it's a funny story about that is that I we went. And we saw him on Friday night, and then we saw him again on on Saturday night. And midway through the show, Saturday night, my wife sits down, and I go, "What are you doing?" She goes, "It's the same exact show as last night." He's even saying the same exact things in between songs. I'm like, "This isn't your first time seeing the band. You knew it was going to be like this." Same rap. He's even doing the same stage banter in between songs. I'm like, "Well, that's just the way it is." Hold on sorry. Sorry, sorry, I'm interrupting you, Andrew. So, Lonnie, when <laughs> sorry to bother you. Anyway, what were you? Were you the middle weekend that you and? Uh... It was the middle weekend. Yeah. So yeah, I you you went. I know you went weekend one. I guess we went weekend two. Okay. Uh, but it was you and I. We hadn't started doing. The, we hadn't started doing the show until I guess a couple sorry of us later. That. Right before we started doing the show, actually. Yeah. Back back when I was saying I would never do a podcast, wasn't it? <laughs> sorry. Sorry. <laughs> A little bit wrong with that. Okay, uh, Andrew's back, and he's uh, going to be having dinner tonight, so that's always a good thing. After the show, I will. Okay. The show. You're, you're not going to eat during the show? You're not going to eat during the show? Come on. 
No. Um, anyway, so you were saying about the, that on this show. Yeah, so it, it, it was fun. That was great. It was a good show, and it was very visually exciting. And I guess that's one thing that we'll get into when we start comparing the Rock the Nation one to the to the Vegas one. It was very visually exciting with the huge the humongous screens you know they had on each side of the stage, and the way they were presented in not the smallest venue I've ever seen Kiss in, but one of the smallest venues I've ever seen Kiss in. It was. You know, a very intimate type experience, very unique type of experience. You're not going to get, obviously, when they go out on tour or anything like that. So, and the set list, we'll get into the set list, and the set list was fun too. So it was, it was great. Now, did we all see them on Rock the Nation? Well, I saw both yeah. the shows for the the Rock the Nation DVD. It was shot oh. July 24th and 25th in Bristol, Virginia, and Virginia Beach. So nice. I had I knew that they were going to be shooting both the shows for the DVD. So two my friends and I we 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 made the trip down because I still lived in New Jersey at the time. So we all drove down, um, and we we were there. We actually so I, I posted a clip on my Facebook on the anniversary of the 24th. I'm I'm on there. I, I made the audience shots a bunch of times. Uh, three different times that I was able to find. I might be on there more. But we knew that they were going to shoot it, and we knew that um, they were going to be playing longer because I think initially that Rock the Nation show, it was 16 or 17 songs, and they played 19 songs each night that they shot the DVD. And they did stuff like King of the Nighttime World and at the time Psycho Circus. Um, they did Tears Are Falling uh, all the way. Never mm-hmm. did all, they, they did, did all, all the way, way. and it didn't yeah. end up yeah, it didn't end up on the DVD, which was I thought, which I was kind of disappointed because that was like the high point. Um, but they were doing stuff like "Love Her All I Can," so you know, for me, um, watching that DVD was something really special because I was there. I was there when when it was shot. Well, uh, all the way did end up on the Japanese edition on the three-inch CD that accompanied it. So you know, obviously, right. that I've just probably blown something that we talk about later. But you know, those shows. I mean, very quickly we knew that they were going to be taping multiple dates on that and there were other dates on the uh, rock and nation tour that were recorded monterey w- was also filmed that, really i didn't know that yeah and you know those are the first two that i really cared about getting the instant lives from because you know they were they were Darn. still they were still coming out back then and there's very little difference between the actual instant lives and the three inch cd that eventually came out with the video package so those are those are very cool shows we always knew that there was going to be a rock the nation package i'd always hoped that it would be a little bit closer to what we eventually got with kiss uh, rocks vegas but uh yeah you know for for what it was cool, cool well, enough well jumping jumping to back to vegas um it's interesting to note that Brock's Vegas is the only high definition release Kiss product ever. Nothing else they've ever put out has ever been issued in high definition. Sure. Just Brock's Vegas. So that alone was the selling point for me. But I do think that the packaging, I would disagree with you, Julian. I thought the packaging was silly. I thought that the options were, I, I was I was being forced to buy things that I didn't want or need. All I wanted was the Blu-ray and I wanted the vinyl and I couldn't get them both in the same package. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's fair enough. That's, but Ken, that's Kiss. You know, Ken went, Ken went to the Rock the Nation tour because you were at the same show as me, weren't you, Ken? Yeah, conquered. Um, mm-hmm. And that was good. Um, I enjoyed it. Uh, I know you said there was uh, the crowd wasn't. I can't even remember the crowd. Uh, but I was getting into it when, <laughs> when it happened. But I was looking at the comparison of some of the of these two, uh, you know, DVDs. And they did 10 songs well at least on the 
the actual videos themselves, 10 songs they did uh, are the same on each of the DVDs. Um, it's like, what's the set? That should yeah, yeah, I know, I know. It's almost like it. Almost like it. I, I started thinking, oh, maybe. Did I just discover the 10 songs they always have to have on there? But it, it wasn't. You know, it didn't work out that way. Um, but it returned uh, the one from 2004. It had one, two, three, four, uh, I think 10. 10 songs that were not on the other, on the you know, Rocks Vegas. So, like, Making Love was on uh, Rock the Nation. Christine 16, she got to choose Lever Parasite. All I Can. Oh, wait, Parasite's on there. Parasite. Parasite's on both. I want you. I want you, 100,000 Years, Unholy. Um, I Was Made for Loving You. And I gave Rock one to you. Yeah, those are the songs that were on Rock the Nation that didn't show up over on... Uh, and uh, Vegas, which only had one, two, three, four, five, six different alternates on that side, which were Creatures of the Night, Psycho Circus, Hell or Hallelujah, God of Thunder, I guess probably in praise of, you know, Unholy on the other one. And uh, Do You Love Me is on there and Black Diamond, which is usually a staple, you know. Yeah, that was the... funny. That Rock the Nation tour, um, they didn't do Black Diamond at all during that tour, which I thought was odd. Not yeah. once. Yeah, that's my much favorite song so <laughs> but uh you know the, you know i was looking at it both of them i watched both of them uh yesterday i think it was yesterday or the day before and uh, in prep for this and uh what i noticed is tommy thayer seemed a little green still yeah and 2004 he just seemed a little stiff to me where and 10 years later 2014 he seemed just He's just, you know, relaxed. It's just, it's just, you know, part of part of the team at that point. Uh, really, fully fledged member. And uh, you know, Eric Singer is a, a machine, so he's pretty much the same. Pretty much the same. He, I think he might have had a little bit more energy uh, back in the back in the Rock the Nation, but otherwise, Paul and Gene were uh, a little slowed down, I think, from 2004. They had a little bit more energy, I noticed, back in 2004 versus 2014. Uh, otherwise, the both performances were pretty darn good, at least from you know what I watched. I enjoyed both of them. It, it's been a while since I watched the the Rock the Nation one, and um, you know, shame on me, I've never made it through the Vegas DVD. I've never made it through it. I, you know, uh, for me as, as, a, as an old, I could say I'm an old school fan now because it's been 30 years. Um, it's difficult for me to sit and, and, and watch that because the production is cool, but like, I'm really, really distracted by certain things within, within the context of the DVD. And these are also the same songs over and over and over. I thought it was, I remember in 2004 when they were announcing they were going to film a DVD. I was like, well, they just put one out for the symphony. But the symphony product was so much different than the Rock the Nation product that it made sense. And kind of each time they released something, it was different. And I thought this was too too similar to, to the Rock the Nation one. I know it was a 10-year gap in there, but there really wasn't anything new or anything that was cool about it. I mean, it's a great souvenir for, for the residency, but... It's just something about it was just lost in translation, my opinion. 
it had it better. I mean, to me, the, the stage and the environment that it was in Rocks, uh, Rocks Vegas is was better than the, uh, you know, Rock the Nation. I, I agree with you there. The Rock the Nation is pretty, pretty dumbed down. And that, yeah, and that, production, that, the production is much better on Vegas than it is. Rock um, the Nation is, was also outdoors. So, yeah. you know, the amphitheater yeah. kind of setting. And, it yeah, and it's a traveling tour. I mean, there's there's so much more they could do with, with the Vegas setting when they're there for a month, as opposed to set up and tear down and we're in a different city the next night. You know, that's what makes, you know, this topic actually interesting to me is because I went to both of these tours or both, you know, dates on both of these tours that were eventually filmed for release. So there's not a tremendous amount of difference between the experience I had. Well, albeit in Concord, there were, what, 6,500 fans in Northern California versus close to 20,000, I think, in Bristow and a, a good five digit amount in uh Virginia Beach. Virginia so Beach. In, in terms of scale, it was, you know, vastly different. But in terms of production value, very much the same between everything that we saw. Now, you talked about Symphony. You talk about this coming out within a, a, about a year of each other. My problem with both of these videos are, and that Symphony and Rock the Nation, is that they are fucking atrociously edited. That they are far too many fast cuts and edits that leave me having epileptic seizures, and I'm not even epileptic. I cannot focus in long enough. Maybe it's my age, and but you know, even going back to when it came out, I have never been able to sit through Symphony again. I've never been able to sit through Rock the Nation again. I hate shows that are split onto two DVDs for no fucking reason oh, whatsoever. Oh my god, I hate. I do not like DVDs that. that are interrupted by stupid folksy, you know, just intercuts that are completely unrelated to the show. If I'm watching a concert DVD, I want to watch the fucking concert, not have a break while Gene Simmons goes to the toilet um, and tells you about what he's just dropped in the in the bog. I have no interest in any of that stuff that they put on the on in the middle of the show to break it up. It doesn't make any sense to me. So I have always had a problem with those two titles in particular. When this came out, and that's Kiss Rocks Vegas, it was finally one complete show on one disc that I could sit all the way through and watch. It wasn't horrendously fast screen jumps. Um, and because I was there, again, I was able to correlate what I was watching with what I remembered seeing, where that certainly is not the case in Concord. I wasn't having a seizure while the concert was going. <laughs> But if you had been, then you would relate better to the DVD. Yeah. Well, know. just remember that was, that was that was very much in vogue in the time, 2003, 2004, 2005. This is how everything looked back then. And I know because at the time I worked at a, at a movie store and we sold hundreds of DVDs, which is a foreign concept to think of now. But that's how everything was at the time. Which and what is, I hated, it's a total shame because the angles, yeah. it's beautifully filmed. They did a wonderful job with so many of those camera positions and kind of where they were coming from technically or aesthetically is absolutely fantastic. But just the way that it was all put together ruins the whole experience. Um, you know, we talk about which Kiss album would you love to have remastered or remixed like Hotter Than Hell in hopes that you could get it. If they would redo Rock the Nation with current production feeling, I would be a much happier camper, but obviously it yeah. barely sold as it was. Which is which is odd. I mean, I remember at the time that it was shot, it was over a year 
before it actually came out because it was shot in July 2004. It didn't come out until December 2015, 2005. Yeah. I, I thought it was, I don't know why it took so long to, to edit it. I, I, don't, I have no idea. But Tommy, and I thought that, Tommy only has so many hours in the day to do things. Splice things up like that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't, I mean, there's a lot of things going on with the record company and, and, and this, yeah. but I mean, it, it, to me, I think because it took so long to come out, I think that definitely hurt sales because if it had come out that Christmas, people will probably still have been jazzed of the, yeah. the show that they just saw in the summer. Oh, without yeah, a doubt. Yeah. And Kiss was very, very quiet in 2005. There was nothing at all going on for Kiss in 2005. And then for them to release that product in December of that year, you're exactly right. It's like, oh, well, it was just kind of like, oh yeah, I remember I saw I saw that show a year and a half ago. Yeah, it wasn't exactly. it wasn't fresh on on people's minds. Um, so yeah, I definitely agree that hurts sales for sure. After, yeah. eight years after the you know or whatever the reunion, eight or nine years after the reunion, and uh, I think people kind of you know starting to get tired. Um, yeah, they maybe. had the farewell tour and everything else. And, yeah. You know. Well, yeah, I mean, and, that, and that's why they didn't tour the U.S. and for several more years. People had yeah. had their fill at that point. They had kind of, you know, flooded the market too much at that point. And but I mean, look at look at the last professionally released concert before the symphony. It was the um, the last Kiss show. It was shot in June of 2000, and it was airing on Showtime and pay per view by October. Mm -hmm. So and, and, it, and, never, that and all, it never got released. You know, well, on Kissology, many, many years later. Yeah, late, later it does. But at the time, mm -hmm. you know, you really hadn't had any live videos. You have a dead year in 2005 where they do two shows and they throw this thing out. But before that, you'd had maybe little bits and pieces of live video in the second coming. But there'd been nothing. So mm -hmm. on the one hand, you're excited that it's coming out. But on the other mm -hmm. hand, you're like, oh, well, that tour's over and the band looks like they're giving up at this point so yeah. The, oh yeah you, you thought know. that was it yeah and, and it's and it's interesting to know that we think that the band was done at that point and when they came back it was bigger than it had been for for many many years and, and also too you know changing gears and going to vegas a little bit when they toured uh on the freedom to rock tour which is the tour that immediately followed the las vegas release they, they had a very, very similar stage design to the Las Vegas side because they were touring to support the Vegas record. And they wanted to bring out the show that pretty much you saw in, in Las Vegas. So it, it's just, it, it's interesting because I, I look at this as the elder of videos. It kind of came out and they didn't really do much. There wasn't any interviews. There wasn't, I mean, VH1 Classic wasn't doing anything to promote it. VH1 wasn't doing anything. Of course, MTV wasn't. I mean, if you weren't a fan of the boards or the, the website at the time, you almost had no idea that this came out, which is why I thought it, because I obviously I just got this book, which is why I thought it was funny that there was an advertisement in here. I saw so little print advertisements for this. Which don't, don't forget that in Japan, Rock the Nation kept getting delayed and didn't come out until 2006 in that market. So I can't remember the exact month on the, on the details in that. Uh, let's see if it's even on this page on the FAQ. Um, <laughs> yeah, so April 2006 is when it finally came out in Japan, which is why it would have oh. been featured a couple months yeah. later for the uh, the few dates that they did. Yeah, so. So this is from July 22nd and 23rd yeah. at the uh, at the stadiums here. I mean, it's just it, it's weird. I I wish I mean I know it's never going to be re-edited, but I do. But throw it up on iTunes for 14.99. 
Just a track listening. Come on, box set. Here are the raw recordings from the 2004 tour, Monterey, Virginia Beach, and uh, Bristow. Bristow. You know, nineteen ninety nine on iTunes for HD video downloads. Come on, just the raw, basic footage. Because they were shot in HD, they just was never released in HD. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, 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 which is. There's a lot of things I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The same. Same. I mean, I was happy when it came out. I mean, it was it was great. I mean, I don't think I had an HD TV at the time. You know, I, I watched it and I thought, thought it was great. Actually, funny enough, watching Rock the Nation live kind of got me jazzed and made me go to Japan because I was watching Rock the Nation. I go, this was so fun. I have to go again. And I knew my friends were going and, uh, you know, I was like, hey, can I tag along? And, you know. Oh, I get, and I get it, Andrew. I mean, because especially at the time, because we all, I mean, Chris was doing very, very little. And I understand Andrew's excitement that, you know what, I want to go because I don't know when this is going to happen again yeah. in the States, if it's going to happen again, because it's kind yeah. of like up in the air for the last two years. And yeah. I, I did the same. I didn't go to Japan, but like in 2007, when I did that hit and run tour, I went, my brother and I went to Sault Ste. Marie to see him, which was, you know, a hell of a haul from St. Louis. I mean, but you didn't know. Yeah, exactly. and, I, and, and, I, and I had the same, I can, I, that's why I just jumped in, because I could totally relate. I had the same feeling. It's like, you know what? I got to do this at least one more time. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't know if I'm going to get, I don't know if or when I'm going to get a chance to. Because they were doing next to nothing, especially in the States. And, and I think to jump to now, I'm a little burnt out. You know, I think I've seen it too much. And I guess that's why I didn't go to Freedom of the Rock tour in, in 16. And I don't think any of us on, and, and I don't know if you uh, did I but, did. In, I well, I did. It wasn't the proper Freedom Rock. But I saw them in October yeah. in, in Connecticut that year. Uh, but I, I didn't go because I was actually busy playing most of the summer, so I couldn't go. But but again, I'm, I'm kind of. And I think I was kind of burnt out. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of. I'm saying. kind of. I've I, seen it. I'm going to go again. I mean, you know, it's going to happen. But I'm saying, like, just talking now, I mean, it's it's. It, it's been pushed down my throat a little too much. And maybe that's why I'm not excited to watch the Vegas DVD. I don't even think I own a physical copy of it. I know I purchased it from iTunes um, because I remember I was traveling that summer and I had I had it on my phone that, that summer. I don't know if I have a physical copy of it. I guess I, my, that might be the only Kiss release I don't have a physical copy for. It is. It is. Everything else I, I, bought, I bought. It's weird. Ken, which versions of uh, Kiss Rocks Vegas do you have? Ken, it's like a super duper deluxe thing. He showed it off real nice, like one week. I bought that Japanese (laughs) box set, that one, the box, and it came with the came with the sweat. It came with the oh, has the hoodie and all kinds of crap. It has the yeah, the hoodie. Has the hoodie. Came with hoodie, servants, zip up hoodie, I think. Uh, Four, four was it? Four CDs. Three CDs and one Blu-ray. Three CDs. It had the extra acoustic on its own. I think CD too. Oh, oh, that yeah. video. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. You, you know what? You know what? I do remember watching that. That's actually really, really cool. That might be my favorite part of this set. I immediately skipped to that when I got it. I that is cool. Yeah. So I, I got and then I bought also bought the uh, double vinyl. That wasn't enough. The vinyl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got the vinyl, but but the thing is, when I bought the vinyl on the first day, it, it came with those little. Chotskis or whatever they gave oh, yeah, you, you know, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Like the kiss matches. No, that's right. Like, 
kiss matches and the koozie thing or whatever. But That's anyway, cool. I, 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 I mean, it was cool. I enjoy it. I enjoy it. I enjoy that that DVD still or Blu-ray that is. Um, but yeah, I can get burned. I was thinking I, I was I, I might haven't been listening to a whole lot of Kiss because um, I, I think I'm somewhat burned out. Yeah, believe it or not. And uh, <laughs> so I'm kind of like maybe you know waiting for this big thing that's supposed to happen right next year. Yeah. yeah. Um, and and just kind of you know just don't overdo it with Kiss listening or watching too much and just wait until hopefully that the you know the tour comes around hopefully this area if possible yeah it, you know it's it's going to come around but ken when's the last time that you saw kiss live in concert that was the uh was it the def leopard no way that long ago uh-huh. 2014 the last time i saw him was vegas it, in 14 i think that was the last one Hmm. Yeah, I didn't go to the uh, the one you went to, Julian, uh, Reno. I, I, I debated that one, but uh, I didn't want to sit behind a, a wall like you. I would have been mad. Okay, now, now we get to the real reason oh, why I like yeah. this. Is because I finally get you can watch the show. I get to see the show. You know, when I was in when I was in Vegas, I was way back. It wasn't that bad actually at the joint, so my view was good. But again, you transplant yourself into where you were at the time. You know, last year in Reno, you know, I, I would love to see that show from a you know pro shot angle. Would be would be very cool. You know, you, you kind of remember where you were when you were watching these shows, especially when they release them on DVD, because you have a perspective with which to to correlate the experiences. So, you know, again, you go back to kind of why Kiss Rocks Vegas is better. Well, you know, the helicopter intro. I was fucking standing oh, yeah. outside with the helicopter. You know, and <laughs> the, the wash from it as it came down, and then it landing on the other side of a fucking minibus blocking our view um you know so i've, I've got all all these little things that tie into that video uh, walking around the hard rock everything lonnie will remember that they everything was they really tarted up that hotel really well with kiss shit Oh, yeah. You know, and Kiss fans just stealing stuff they all weekend. St- everything long. off the walls that wasn't nailed down. I mean, I got a couple of, like, do not distort, disturb <laughs> signs. I was stealing them off of doors and shit, you know. And oh, I was yeah. what are you doing? I go, shut up. It's okay. I go, if I don't take it, someone else is going you. to. <laughs> your key cards to your rooms. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, menus with menu items. Menu, col- menus, you're stealing the menus right after, as you walk by. Oh, they're, they're, doing a cold, the they're doing a cold gin burger. I'm stealing the menu. I have to have this. But yeah, my collection is not complete without it. <laughs> I sold all my shit from that. It was, oh, I still got all mine. Yeah, I don't keep anything. It's, you know... Uh, Ken, when he mentioned it, I had forgotten about the vinyl. I was like looking for a copy, and I was like, "Where are my deluxe editions?" So I forgot that you I sold, sold them. Sold, sold them in Atlanta. Yeah, exactly. Did you sell that? Yeah, mm-hmm. I got rid of them. I I just don't need any of this stuff now. Yeah, I do have the vinyl sitting in my uh, Kisteria box. I put it in there, but yeah. uh, you you know, again, <laughs> Vegas. I Paul Stanley yes. on the 
I, I don't know if he did it for your, your the show. Walk. Catwalk. The, oh, the catwalk. catwalk. The catwalk. Yeah. Yeah. He did that. He did that. Around. Black that was just one of the coolest things. So that disco ball in the middle, and you really got the full effect of it. And it translates very well into how the show is presented on video for people who weren't there. For people who this is only a um, commemorative of a KISS event, it transports you into that experience very well. The acoustic set is one of the highlights for me. Yeah, I thought I love that part. I love it. Mm-hmm. You know, bonus added item for a live set... It was also very well done. There are little bits that are edited that you can tell uh, in terms of cleanup work for the audio side, but it is also an incredibly honest presentation of the band. I found that they balanced fixing what needed to be fixed with what you actually felt was happening there, made it a very honest document of the band's history. We should also mention that Tommy Thayer produced Vegas and did an outstanding job. Yes, he he did a much better job than the other videos that he had <laughs> been involved with. Again, and it, it, I'm not criticizing Tommy's Correct. professional skills. I'm criticizing that my brain doesn't like what was done on other things that he's done. And he mm-hmm. nailed it on Kiss Rocks Vegas, which is why I watched that about five times as many times as I have Symphony and Rock the Nation combined. Strictly Wait. because they... It's, a, it's it's better product. I like the the documentary <laughs> for the Kiss Symphony. I love that little documentary about how I they watch like, that. Oh, it's so cool, so cool. I, I if you it, watch the first and the second set, set one or Act One and Act Two. I'm sorry for the Symphony. I think it's edited way better than the the vomiting, speeding up and slowing down camera angles on set three. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I mean, they should do more documentary type stuff. Because I find that a lot more interesting these days than than even maybe watching the live concert. I mean, I'd love to see the back, you know, the the backstory to everything. I yeah, agree. well, you'll sit there, you'll sit there and watch that as opposed to if you're watching the concert itself. Well, I'm going to do some whatever. You've seen it or so many yeah. times, you're like, yeah. yeah, I know what's happening next. I know what's right. happening next. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. But but still, you know, I I I, I do I do hope that. Maybe there are more releases like this that may come out, and I hope they're vintage releases because they they have there's stuff that they have that we don't know about, or there's stuff out there just there is there has to be. Jesus, Kobo seventy six. Why has there not been a properly edited together pro shot of those? You know, with the the, yeah, come on. Wait, why isn't there what? Okay, you take you take all three nights of Kobo and put together Mm -hmm. the ultimate. Give an Andrew an idea. (laughs) <laughs> you, you've got you've got all the raw material you need for a pro shot with those three shows and yeah they're all released individually uh <laughs> taking notes yeah I, come on why why would you why would they not be interested in doing that and if they filmed more stuff oh shit it's kids yeah, full raw. Do you know, do you know i think they should do you know i think they should do i think they should take the the two nights at houston and then and they use that other night at Largo, and they should sync that to a live too. That's what they should do. Now that's a hell of an idea. <laughs> yeah, great idea. I wish somebody would do it. Somebody. <laughs> Damn. There's somebody out there. I bet that's doing that right. That's yeah. a, that's like an awesome yeah. idea, Andrew. I mean, why hasn't anyone thought of that before? <laughs> why has anybody done that? God. <laughs> He's going according to plan. <laughs> <laughs> 
Jesus. <laughs> so which one do you guys like better? Julian has, has sung his praises for Vegas over Rock the Nation. Yeah, because you know what? The dressing room, photo shoots, the meet and greets, sound checks, theater shows on the road should not be in the middle of your fucking concert. I like that. Oh, Banty Rooster. Today. Oh, I, I no, like no, that. no. I like it. I like it. I just don't want to have to watch it in the middle of the experience. I want I, to go to that bonus feature afterwards and say play all and then go through those like, the buttons, any, like any normal fucking video does. Well, I'm going to tell you why that's funny. I'm going to tell you why. I've had I've had a really long day, so I'm going to tell you you why that's funny later. But I don't know, man. I kind of I kind of like it. I I thought it was cool because I I don't know. I just I love that DVD. I love that summer. I saw the band four times that summer, Mm. and I have really really fond memories about traveling from from show to show and 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 just I, I just for me. I, I I love that. It's something that that I, I watch often. My only complaint is that it's two discs. Put the damn thing on one goddamn disc. But aside from that, I, I think it's great. And and we how, didn't how even old, mention how old com- were you at the time, Andrew? The, six, this. six. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I was I was. He got to go with the stroller. I, I was nineteen at the time. And and, and remember, and, and you know, I missed the, the conversation last week, but. I did the platinum ticket for that, that tour as well. So I just, all that stuff. I just, I remember talking with the band and makeup and signing my box set, getting my picture on stage. And, you know, I, those things I just, I, I remember and fondly, very, very fondly. It, it wasn't, it, whatever they did for Vegas meet and greet and all, it wasn't like what it was back in 2004 and, and it was awesome. So I just, I remember that. And I was a, I was a really, really happy 19 year old kid still lives at home didn't have a fucking worry in the world not not a single worry in the world um and and and, and for me it, it it was it was cool it, it was it's it, it's um i don't know it's a good little snapshot of my life for that summer and uh, and I, I i think about it fondly every time i put in that in that DVD. Uh, another quick story about that summer too. You know, it was the summer they were doing the instant lives for the first time. Uh, I went to Hershey, got the instant live in Hershey, and when I opened it up, it was signed by the band. I mean, I've since sold that, but it was cool to kind of have uh, at the time. But and the show I did the platinum experience for the PNC Bank Homedale show, no instant lives because of local union laws. Wow, that sucks. Yeah. I concur with what Andrew said that. Mm-hmm. I I enjoy Rock the Nation more for almost the exact almost the same reasons. Yeah. That I did meet and greet platinum for the show in St. Louis, and I was going through a, I was I was 25 at the time, and I was going through a really really rough time, and that tour and the band at the time made me feel so much better. Yeah. And and despite I mean I was already obviously if I'm buying a platinum ticket. And you're already a, a monster fan, but it turned, but it, it, it just shot me to another level that summer with them. Um, I, I did meet and greet. My brother and I did, and we're in the third row. They, they sit us down in the third row after we did meet and greet. And we're like, what in the hell? We paid a thousand bucks a piece to be here. And we're sitting in the third row. Who the hell sits in the front row? And little by little, Roadies kept bringing up girls and putting them in the front row. My brother's like, just because I don't have a set of tits, I can't sit in the front row. <laughs> so I, 
yeah. I, I ended up being in the second row, but I was second row center. So and I was right on the aisle. So it like so my we were seat, third row. Right yeah, yeah, my seat was perfect. But that show meant so much to me, and meeting the band for the first time. It was the first time I ever met the man. It meant so much to me to meet them, to see them. To we meet and greets were so much different back then, where you could actually have a conversation with with Gene mm-hmm. or Paul. There's because there's only twelve of us back there at the time. Well, do you it remember, was so. Do you, do you remember they limited it to twenty platinum tickets per show in two thousand three and two thousand four? Mm-hmm. And, and and then what they did is you all lined up like fucking cattle to take the photo with the band, and then they made a huge announcement: if you don't have a platinum ticket, you have to leave no exceptions and everyone left except those 20 people and it was just you and the band mm-hmm. it was, it was and, awesome. they, and they said here go meet the band and you just went yeah. and mingled with them yeah. and they would sign as much as you wanted yeah. there was no yeah. limit for for or anything like that mm-hmm. yeah. but that show meant so much to me that they announced like a couple more shows at the telltale end of of rock the nation tour and memphis was one of them and i'm like shit that's four hours away i'm I'm going. I don't care. I have to. I have to go do it again. It was so great. So, I mean, I saw him twice. I didn't see him four times that summer, but I saw him twice that summer. And oh, great, still great. You know, rock the rock the nation means. I mean, I went to Vegas. I flew out to Vegas to see him too. But rock the nation has, for I guess a lot of the same reasons as Andrew, has a special place within me because of of what it meant to me at the time. Well, come on, Ken. Let's me, hear yours. For me, uh, I don't like either. I'm joking. <laughs> I, I I like them both. Kiss. I actually like Kiss sucks. <laughs> yes. Why am I on the show? Holy shit! Like why am I here? Them. Yeah. I, I actually I, I like them both uh, the same kind of, but for different reasons. Uh, basically, I think part of it's because of you just seeing them in their in in a different uh, time. I mean, it's it is ten years apart, and uh, and a different group of songs that they're playing that. I, I know I saw the Rock Nation tour. Some different songs. Some different songs. Yeah, it's, song, it's just don't mostly go the too same. Far. It's go don't go don't go. Come too on, far. it is Kiss. But it is Kiss. But uh, just, just whatever you do, don't start counting symbol hits. Don't don't bring that back. So, <laughs> even I'm tired. Even though I saw Rock Nation and I did not go to Vegas, I I still enjoy them both. Even I don't have a you know sentimental reason to the like one over the other uh they they both stand you know well on their own i do agree with julian though that fast editing on rock the nation is it is annoying and i would i would just folk i would just click on the gene and watch gene yeah yeah <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't even mention that i could see the coverage or which camera's on what, and I I just okay I'm gonna switch to that one. Then I I'm gonna switch to this guy, and I'm gonna switch. You know I I switched on my own, though I noticed later on if you do watch the full thing, um, it, it does slow down the editing. I mean right at the beginning it's 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 so back and forth camera wise it's crazy, but as the concert goes along it's not as fast. Uh, I noticed that, but it's still still fast editing. Um, but otherwise, I, I do like both for their own reasons. I like the, the Las Vegas environment that they did it in, and and just the the colors and everything was very cool uh, compared to the more and, and the costumes, which the I, I costumes say, yeah, yeah, the, right. co- oh, yeah. the costumes are far superior. By the time you get to the Rock the Nation, oh, excuse me, Kiss Rocks Vegas video, yeah. rather than where they were and where what they looked like in. 
in 2004. They had started to improve. 2003 was a very uncomfortable tour visually in terms of the costumes and Tommy in particular. Once he started adapting into the role and the and the uniforms, the costumes started, you know, developing to fit where the band were. And once they decided that they didn't have to wear a, a totally traditional costume, they looked better. Mm-hmm. They looked more comfortable. They're much more yeah. comfortable on stage in Vegas than I thought they felt in 2004. So, again, that's, that's personal preference and whatnot. But. Yeah, maybe maybe you're right on that. But, but also remember, too, because uh, some people watching it may not be aware or some may have gotten to the party late. The Rock the Nation tour was like the first tour where they significantly changed the set list. And I'll never forget the excitement. Yeah. Oh that, yeah, cause I'll never forget that. Out. You know, just when I, I remember when they were doing shows in like Japan and Australia, and they're pulling out like you know, going blind and uh, lover all I can for the first time, and I was like, holy crap! Yeah, you know, two thousand and four was a great, two, um, you know, both years, you know, with Peter the year before two thousand and four. We were sitting on the FAQ message board at that time. I was doing spreadsheets on a daily basis. It's like a new song comes into the set first performed. It was really. Because it was post Kiss Alive Forever, I felt I was documenting on the board um, in terms of the tour history as we went along. All these new songs that were getting added in. I think there's something like 28 songs total that were performed throughout that. Unheard of on a Kiss tour. Unheard of. And and that includes the legs that they did in Australia in May of that year, in Japan in June, and then going into, you know, the, the full American or North American tour, not to offend our friends in Mexico further. <laughs> and they did uh, Pledge Allegiance to the State of Rock and Roll they for the did. very first time. And yeah, one of the did. only times in Australia. And you know, they did uh, Creatures of the Night down there too. But yes. then, then again, you jump forward to the residency in Las Vegas. There was a fair amount of turnover on the songs when you consider that this is 10 years later. This is a band that is far 10 years older. Um it was surprising the amount of turnover in the set that there was during those, what was it, nine shows in total that they did before filming the these, you know, the two shows that were eventually released as the was it the was concert. it was it two? I thought it was more than two. But I, you might be right. Might be I right. think it was two. I think it was just like the last weekend. Those two, the last weekend. Yeah, they they probably filmed throughout for some cut shots. I I think I you know I don't recall completely because I was staying in the hotel and didn't have to drive, so therefore alcohol played a part in my recollections. Um, <laughs> you know, no. I, oh, fucking English guy. What the <laughs> hell do you expect? Um, but I, I do know that the two dates themselves were filmed. So. <clears throat> There was just a shitload of songs. It, it was exciting again when you think about what I do in terms of keeping track of set lists and the history mm. and all that side of the, the, the coin. It was exciting in 2004, particularly with the Instant Lives happening. And Hell yes. we were all so getting cool. excited. Oh, yeah. Like, I did not expect to go to a show in Concord and have them do all the way. You know, I was sixth row, sixth, sixth row. And. It was the first time I'd ever gone to a Kiss concert or any concert for that matter and gone to the Will Call um, window and had a package mm. waiting for me. And you know, great feeling, isn't it? It's a great That's feeling. awesome. Yeah, it's an it, awesome. Thing. It, you know, once once you once that happens, nothing is ever good enough again. And there, <laughs> there were two tickets and two platinum passes, and I'm like, well, I'm here on my own. 
fuck. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, should have so, found someone with, uh, you know, some talents to take with you. No, I, I was able to give the other platinum away to to uh, an acquaintance's friend, but you know. That whole backstage thing in 2004 is probably why I'm so upset about that video, not meeting my experiences on that night, which were fantastic. It was a great show. But again, all the negatives that I've described repeatedly. And I, you ask me, you meet me on the cruise and ask me about this video, I'll probably tell you the same things that I've said in 10 episodes that why I don't like the Rock the Nation video. And it's not the, yeah. it's not the content of what they were providing. It's not that Tommy's playing guitar. It's not that Eric Singer's wearing cat makeup. It has nothing to do with any of that bullshit. It has to do strictly with the editing, not the music not the performance not the memories that i have of that show it's all about the visual which will never marry up so you know it, it's all all messed up i still look back at those pictures because you you've just uh, described i think andrew um or maybe it was lonnie who uh said how they lined us up uh, for the platinum experiences i actually have a photo of me getting my photo taken with the line just waiting and that's I, so cool i saw that photo that's yeah cool. there's there's only mm -hmm. like 15 of us and no. now yeah. it's like a goddamn cattle like, call where yeah. no one had any time on the last meet and greet it was all so rushed it was so assembly line paul is a goddamn professional and can make you feel special for that nanosecond but compared to 2004 it ain't worth the money. Well, apart from the fact I didn't have to pay in two thousand and four, which is well, I, I paid oh, two thousand. Right. I paid two thousand four, and it was worth every penny. Yeah, you know that that memory, and I, I, you know, if anybody follows me on Facebook, I mean, I shared that photo. Nineteen year old Andrew was just happy. There was nothing ear to ear. Yeah, ear to ear, and the whole night, the whole night, it was ear to ear. The only, the only, the only detractor from that, and this is such a small detractor, is they didn't throw out any picks. That, that whole tour, I didn't catch a single no. pick. Not a single, which was odd. I'm not sure why they were doing that, but everything else about that was was awesome. It, it was cool. It was fun again. I, the feeling I had over that summer was probably a similar feeling like may, many other fans had during the reunion or the Psycho Circus tour. Forget about the band members. Just remember what that experience meant to you. And, you know, I was 11 when I saw them on the reunion tour. So I, you know, I, I was excited, but I didn't, it, it hadn't worked its way into me as it did by, you know, the time I was 19. I get it. You know, you can get a pick at Kiss Pick World for that, probably for that tour. Not the same. <laughs> I know, I know. It's not the same as getting it when you're there. Never the same when you lean down, pick up that Peter Chris pick at a farewell tour, and it's got a middle finger on it. You're like, fucking awesome. Someone didn't get that. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, sponge. Kiss Rocks Vegas is like Rock the Nation in some ways. When you think about the songs that are on that video, Creatures of the Night, Tears Are Falling, you know, mm -hmm. come on, that that is like 2004 do-over, Hell or Hallelujah. It, it's got the material, Psycho Circus. It's a really... That's what makes it a winner for me, is it's still such a great set list. It balances the newer with the classic and the obscure. And that's as good as Kiss has really managed to do for me at the shows that I've been to over the past, uh, well, I guess it's 20 years since I saw them in uh, Los Angeles for the Psycho Circus tour. 
holy shit, it's been 20 years? Almost. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's crazy to think about. That cycle, that that night was, I remember watching that on Fox in my living room. Yeah. And I was like, I was, I I, I saw them at the garden that year uh, when they got presented with the Psycho Circus gold albums. Fuck. It didn't come here. Why did you do that? Why did you do that? Picture the buzzkill, Julian. Dude, why did you do that? That's that's my that's my daily basis. I mean, when you think, and, you know, I've, I've just buzzkill. No, I, no I've, I've just finished. It. I've, I've just finished writing a Def Leppard book, and I'm like, it's 20 years since you. How many hours does it have? <laughs> that's what you guys. Go eat your food. Um, so you know, it's 20 years since Psycho Circus. 20 years since uh, Euphoria. Holy shit! The years have gone by, and I'm not 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 sure. Euphoria was ninety nine, my friend. Well, yeah, it was ninety nine, but basically twenty years. Don't be okay. don't be pedantic. Yeah, but I I don't bought use, that record. Don't use big words that Andy can understand. No, but I bought that record when it was new, so I remember. I remember that record. Okay, thank you. You gonna lead us out of this episode, Andrew? <laughs> Come on, it's it's Kiss FAQ. I mean, yeah. the information's got to be right. Okay, Ken, would you like to lead us out? <laughs> I think we need a voice of reason. I'm not doing it. I don't know. I'll let you, Julian. You can do it. All yes. right. So, so there we go. You know, we've 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 kind of had a little bit of a battle royale between Rock the Nation Live and Kiss Rocks Vegas. Two, I, I, we've got to say, it, two very good videos. It's all down to personal taste. I think I, I mentioned that while I don't like the editing of Rock the Nation, it's beautifully mm-hmm. filmed. It's a very well put together package. The packaging itself is absolutely fantastic. I do like this artwork. I know it doesn't appeal to everyone, but there you go. I love it. Yeah, you you also have pretty good packaging on the the Vegas package as well. Mm-hmm. Packaging, packaging on the package. Um, you know, what are your favorites and why? For Lonnie and me, who were in Vegas... You know, there are elements of that which tie back to actually being there. For Ken, mm-hmm. Andrew, and myself, all and, and Lonnie, we were all at the 2004 tour as well. So we all have perspectives which are represented on that video. But for you out there, I guess more importantly for the people who didn't go to any of these, yeah. which one yeah. do you prefer and why? Uh, you know, so do chime in on that topic on the FAQ message board or on Facebook or on YouTube or wherever you do watch this show, because we'd love to hear your opinions. Which one do you think is better and why? So uh, we do appreciate you watching and we shall see you next time. So from Andrew, from Lonnie, from Ken and myself, bye for now. See you next time. Thank you for spending time listening to the Kiss FAQ podcast today. All sales are final. There are no refunds. If you'd like, look us up on Facebook or come over to the KISS FAQ message board and discuss the topic we've broadcast today. Don't forget to rate us on iTunes, Spreaker, or wherever you've listened to the show. We hope you'll join us again.